Blog Talk Radio. There's a best there is in the world of arm wrestling. When I get to the table, that person, I don't care who they are, they're my mortal enemy. If I win, it's just because I wanted to be the best one time in my life. My whole body is an engine. This is a fire plug, and I'm going to light him up. Former bodybuilder and now up-and-coming arm wrestling sensation with a show that is over the top. Firing up the mic, the host of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio, here is Craig Superhero. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Arm Wrestle Nation Radio. I'm your host for the next hour, 45 minutes, whatever it takes. Craig Subelair riding solo tonight. Albert has the night off. And i uh, got an exciting show for you guys tonight. World champion Robert Baxter from Utah calling in. Um, and uh, a lot of stuff going on to, uh, this week, you know, with uh, WAL all their championships are going on. It's it's just an awesome, awesome time in arm wrestling right now. And we've had ours on the 22nd. And um, it's going to be a great, great event. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. I've been training um, really hard for that. Unfortunately, my right is still injured. But my left is uh, going to show up this time. And I, I'm really looking for some revenge on a couple people for sure. And uh, one in particular has been uh, flapping his gums a little bit. And I can't wait to stand on the side of the table against that guy November 22nd if he shows up. You know, one of these guys that talks about pulling but never shows up. I hope he shows up in this tournament because I'm ready to test myself against the best arm wrestlers in Florida. And I'm super psyched, man. And I, I cannot wait for the 22nd. And with that being said, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors. Armed Alliance is committed to producing powerful arm wrestling apparel to athletes around the world. Our mission is to represent the arm wrestling community with unmatched design, unique style, and superior fit that will set you apart from the crowd. Our shirts, made from next-generation cotton polyester, allows for maximum comfort and quality. We offer custom orders for hats, compression sleeves, team or individual shirts, and arm wrestling tables. Visit our site at www.armedallianceapparel.com and gear up today. Rep the movement. Armed Alliance for life. Check out armoralliance.apparel.com uh, and get your latest t-shirts and show up at the next tournament with some cool, awesome threads, man. They got some great shirts out there. Big shout out to those guys for uh, always hooking us up with some great apparel. Also, big shout out to uh, Bradley Ellis, man, from uh, com. Check them out, com. Looking forward to um, getting my um, training table 
And uh, I don't know what's going on in the background here, but it seems like the cats and my wife are getting crazy in the back of the Arm Wrestle Nation radio studio. And yeah, man, I'm looking forward to getting my half table, training table, um, you know, and it's they're getting real popular lately. Uh, a lot of guys are using them. You can get a lot of angles. And it's funny because I'm like, man, why didn't I think of getting one of these like years ago? Because you don't need a whole table to train on, man. And, and when you get a half table, you can um, do all kinds of different angles, especially from the bottom with the rotation and and um, just curling. And it's like almost like a, a preacher, you know, um, with the cables and bands. But uh, super excited about that and super awesome design with a lot of my motivational quotes and pictures I post uh, on a daily basis. Um, try to get everybody motivated to train and kind of motivates myself because uh, I'm always in the gym training um, because that's the goal, man, to uh, to put in the work and uh, hopefully one day reap the benefits of, uh, you know, being one of the uh, elite guys out there. But a lot of work ahead of me to get to that level. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, putting in the work been putting in the work for uh November twenty second, WAL. Um it's gonna be in Mount Dora, Gold's Gym. Um if you're in that area, it's just a little outside Orlando. It's gonna be a great event, WAL, um Sunday, November twenty second. Um and uh the one and only Travis Bajant will be there. I think there's a couple other guys that are I think Al Guardo um, from Brazil is showing up. Um, so, uh, you know, you never know who's going to show up at these big events. You know, you got Travis there, you know, WAL. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. So, with that being said, you got that event. Uh, then on the 12th, AAA. Um, super excited. I missed last year's event uh, due to injury. But, um, you know, Florida State, um, I think it's the 15-year anniversary Karen Bean and Frank Bean bringing it to Florida, Mudville Grill, each and every year. Great, great events. Um, and uh, I'm just, you know, that's a, that's where it all started. It'd be three years for me at that event. So looking forward to that. And, you know, I was just scoping out around uh, online tonight, and I, I was just seeing that this year's. 2016 S or sorry USAF Nationals are going to be on the East Coast this year, and they're going to be in Atlantic City, New Jersey, May 12th. Um, so, uh, you know, mark that on your calendar if you want to qualify for Worlds coming up. Uh, you got USAF Nationals. You got now the AAA Nationals um, qualifying, and also um, the other Nationals qualifying for. Nationals, so I mean, or sorry, world. So that's awesome, man. So uh, like we've been talking the last few weeks to get the you know best team the Americans could bring Team USA to the World Championships would be awesome to see uh, to see more participation and hopefully with these extra qualifiers we can see that. But you know, without further ado, speaking of World Championships. World champions, uh, I want to welcome our guest of the evening, just fresh off a world championship at this year's WAF event in Malaysia, 
I want to welcome Robert Baxter to the show. What's up, Robert? How are you doing tonight? Hey, great, Craig. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. Great to have you on the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I was just saying, uh, with all these qualifiers for for uh, the Worlds coming up in uh, 2016, hopefully we'll get uh, more people interested um, in doing the World Championships I mean, you just getting back from Malaysia, you had a successful bid over there, came back um, as a world champion. What's that mean to you as far as your arm wrestling career goes? I mean, is that the pinnacle for you is basically going over there to the worlds and competing at that level with all the great arm wrestlers all over the all over this planet? It has been, yeah. I mean, I've been over there quite a few times. Um, this is the first time I've won. I've had uh, some close, you know, some close ones um, last year you know, with a silver. Um, uh, I remember my very first one, '99, with John mm-hmm. Brzezink and uh, Bob Brown. We all three went over together. Of course, John won, and he won his super match. Uh, it was it was awesome. That kind of hooked me. From, from then on out, I ended up getting kind of lucky on my first one. I, I ended up getting a bronze. Wow. Uh, but the thing I really remember about that, that was, I mean, it, it just really was exciting. Uh, you know, at the uh, super match, after the tournament, um, there was uh, uh, this big Russian, Alan Karev, uh, way back in the day. He was he was awesome, just huge guy, um, huge hand. And uh, and John ended up losing that match. Uh, it, he he pulled the tournament. He he uh, he he won uh, he won his class. Uh, and Alan, what he did is uh, with his his team was pretty smart. They they didn't let him pull in the tournament. They uh, they kept him fresh. And so for the super matches. Uh, or for, for the day, they had they had a, a bunch of people from all different countries in, the, in this big super match, um, and 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 they kept Alan fresh. So his own teammates would lay down for him while John was going through some pretty tough guys, mm-hmm. and so John got the win. He he you know, he, he beat uh, he had Alan beat, uh, but he was pretty tired, and um, he came from a hook and top rolled him. From the hook position, which John wow. is one of the only guys I, I've seen that can do that, and uh, and then Allen elbow fouled right before John pinned him, and and the crowd went crazy and everybody was <laughs> chanting, you know, USA, USA, and uh, um, and and by then John was spent and uh, he was he was calling for water, as he's really really thirsty and 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 no but there's no water for him and. Um, Back before wow. bottled water was a real big hit, and and uh, and he ended up losing that match, but it was but it was still one of the most memorable matches ever for me, and and uh, and and ever since then I've just I've just been been hooked on on the WAF and the World Championships. It's just like uh, really, and it's getting more and more like this, more and more like the Olympics. It's mm-hmm. they make a big deal, at, you know. It's and they play that to have the national anthem mm. played. For you, um, and uh, you know it—it's it, pretty special. No, I, I can't even imagine it. And, and you know that's—that's that's, you know the big thing is 
you know, when I had Alan on the show, we talked about that too, being, you know, close to the Olympic sport, you know, you get to feel like you're a real athlete, you know, being at these events, you know, and being up on the podium. And like you said, the national anthem, you got the flag. I mean, you know, that's just sounds like, uh, you know, the ultimate experience in, uh, in our sport, you know, and, uh, you know, you kind of, you know, elaborate on a point that we were talking about for the last, you know, couple weeks with when you go over to um, overseas, a lot of times these guys, you know, Dave had the same problem over at Nimrov uh, a couple years ago with, you know, everybody laying down to Dennis. He had some wars and, uh, you know, Dennis ended up, you know, basically I think there was a total of like nine guys that's laid down for him so he could be fresh for the for the finals and yep. stuff. Is that is that something that can frustrate you guys being over there? I mean, seeing that happening. I mean, because you know, over here, when you got the best guys or teammates pulling in tournaments, everybody seems to want to compete against each other. You know what I mean? And test each other. Yeah, you might practice together, but you know, when you get on a table in a tournament and you're talking like you know, you got some money on the line, prestige or whatever. We don't see it as much. Um, guys laying down. Is that something that can get frustrating, seeing that kind of stuff, especially with guys in your class where, you know, you've had some wars and, and these other guys that kind of the team actually helped the person get there? You know, it, you know, it, it was a little bit to see when, when I saw that with John in 99. I mean, it, it was kind of frustrating to me. I mean, cause I, I, I was like living vicariously through John, you know, and I was, I was probably more excited you know, at the, in the match than he was, um, and and I was thinking, man, that's not fair. That's that's not cool. But um, you know, looking back, I I think it's you know it, it's fine. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a strategy, and mm-hmm. and it's you know it, it was it was very successful, and it's still they're still doing it. You know, especially the Russians. Um, you know, they care so much about winning. They'll kind of go to you know great lengths to mm-hmm. to, to to win. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I kind of just put it down as, you know, doing what you have to do to, to, uh, you know, to win and have your, you know, have your, um, have, you know, teammates helping other teammates to get there. Um, what, you know, I would prefer it not be done that way, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have any, uh, you know, I, yeah. I don't feel bad about it. Like I did when I first saw it with, with John. Yeah, it's just one of those things I guess you just deal with because it's part of the sport and, you know, just have to get on with it and, uh, you know, try your best while you're there, you know. Yep. Um, yep. Now, Bob, I was gonna, or Robert, I was going to ask you, uh, you know, you guys had quite an experience, you know, not to elaborate on what Alan was saying, but uh, a lot of a lot of pretty you know, interesting things happen as the team over there. One was uh, you kind of rushed around and, uh, you know, got a flag um, because there was missing a flag. Um, one of your teammates uh, ended up losing some money. You guys all got together. I mean, the the team spirit and the, uh, you know, just that family orient, orient, you know, orientation of being together like that, I mean, is that something that just, you know, created because you got a team over there and you guys are just so well-knitted as a family of arm wrestlers? You know, it it really is kind of interesting. That That is how it is. It, you, you feel like, I mean, arm wrestlers already, you feel like family. Um, you know, e- even if, 
you know, if if you're not from the same country. I mean, we had Canadians there. They felt like family to us as much as as much as our American team, and mm-hmm. it just uh, it it is one big family. But then but then to have the Team USA there, um, and and all of us together, and and some of the people I had never met before, you know, you just had this instant bond. And uh, you know, and I've known Alan for years, but uh, you know, Alan Bound is one of the great great arm wrestlers from way back, even in the '80s. He was you know he was mm-hmm. as a kid arm wrestling and doing well and uh and and watching him how he just um he, he he's just like the like the team captain i mean he's he's helping the younger guys he's helping the you know you know the the women that haven't been there before and um you know it, it just it just makes it a great environment and and it, you know it's just so memorable for everybody there and uh you know and we had we had some some mishaps, you know, the the flag didn't make it on the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the 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 flag was in someone's luggage that didn't uh, didn't make it to Malaysia. So mm-hmm. um, we had to scramble a little bit, but um, everybody pulled together. Everybody, um, you know, I, I think Alan uh, maybe mentioned a little bit. Um, you know, one of the one of the girls, um, you know, had her money stolen, nine hundred bucks, mm-hmm. yeah. and and that was that was all she had. But the team kind of all got together. It was all, you know, it wasn't one person. It was it was everybody mm-hmm. all chipped in and, and helped. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of camaraderie or the kind of the, the team spirit, I mean, that, that uh, you know, it's just, it, it's real rare. Um, you know, it's kind of even hard to describe, but uh, it, it's a memory I won't forget. And, and then to go up there back-to-back, uh, uh, national anthems with with mm-hmm. Alan. You know, Alan went up first. National anthem. I mean, he he did great. And uh, and then to have that follow, you know, right behind him. I mean, that mm-hmm. that just made it even more of a of an experience and, a, and you know a memorable moment for me. You know, watching Alan win and then you know watching that whole experience. Did that pump you up, uh, or did it add a little added pressure to you for your final matchup? Well, you know, it 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 pumped me up. I mean, because I, I was real excited. I was just as excited for Allen uh, in his match as I was mine. And so, you know, watching him getting into it and 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 uh, coming from from a loss and and then uh, and then winning the final match, I knew he was going to win. I, I, mm-hmm. I have every confidence in him. Uh, super smart arm wrestler who's you know who uh, you know he doesn't have really any weak areas and, uh, and, and just pulled it out. And, and then, so it kind of gave me confidence going in to my final match. Cause I had just come off of a loss as well. And, uh, and, and, you know, had, and that was a do or die, you know, so whoever mm-hmm. won that won the, won the whole thing. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I think it really helped to have, you know, have Alan kind of set the stage, you know, show what needed to be done. And then, uh, you know, it made it pretty easy for me. Now, for you know, for you traveling over there, I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, you're in a different country. It takes a long time to get over there. Um, is, is that something that you got to get used to? Like the first few times you traveled overseas, I mean, how is that for you to get used to? I know a lot of guys I talk to that you know that go overseas to compete. You know, the time change can mess them up. 
the food, you know, just everything in general. You know, what what do you do to kind of cope with uh, the kind of challenges of traveling to these big events? Well, I mean, I've never really had much of a problem with uh, with traveling, you know, and over going overseas. What what I what I've tried to do, and it seems to work for me anyway, is on the plane trip over, I try to drink a lot of water, and and I try to get up every hour, um, and walk around and stretch, and you know, so the jet lag and and some of the problems from traveling that other people have, I I just really haven't had that. Now, um. When when you're getting ready for the world championships, I mean, how how far out are you training? What's how are you prepping for this? I mean, what what's the whole mindset going in? So like this year, for you getting ready for Malaysia, I mean, what was training like? And uh, do you set yourself a, a little schedule so that you know you're you start out a certain amount of time away from the event? You know, I have I've tried all different things in the past. I'm I'm one of these guys that. I mean, I I kind of just kind of just kind of come up with on the fly, you know, what what I'm feeling like uh, at the time, and 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 different different ideas that are floating around there. I'm, I I'm pretty open-minded, maybe a little too open-minded, and and so I've tried Todd Hutchings' way of you know just training right up until the event practically, mm-hmm. and uh, and that that cost me you know the world championships a few years ago. Uh, got into a really long match with uh, with with a tough guy from Finland, uh, Ansi Anali, and mm-hmm. uh, and he 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 just came off of the European Championships. He he was he won the European uh, and the and the Senec Cup, and so he he was the guy to beat. And uh, we we went at it, and uh, and and I and I was. You know, doing the Todd Hutching thing. I mean, I, I was training every day, thinking, okay, I'm going to be great. And uh, we got into a long war, and it lasted about four minutes. Wow. Um, and uh, and 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 I ended up winning, but th- th- I learned something really important, and that is, it's it's not about who wins the match. You know, in those earlier rounds, it's who stays the freshest. And John mm-hmm. Brzezink is the master. At, at that, you know, staying fresh and and you know getting matches over quickly when he can, and then if it's long, he'll he'll lay down. You'll see John lay down uh, quite often if he gets into a tough match like he did with Devin Larratt in the at the WAL championships mm-hmm. this year. Um, and and I didn't do that. I stuck in there, and I thought, you know, I've been training really hard. I've been the Todd Hutchings way. I'm, I'm I'm I know I'm in better shape than this guy. Nobody could be working out as hard as I am. And uh, and and so I ended up winning, but the rest of the tournament was was really hard. I went every match was hard after that. Hmm. And uh, and and Anzi, who was favored to win, he was out the next round because he was more tired than I was. <laughs> and uh, and so he took last dead last because we were the first match of the tournament. And and so anyway, I I, I learned a real valuable lesson that uh, you know it's not about who wins earlier on i mean you got to be smart and and especially when there's a lot of you know you got a lot of pulls you know in it in the tournament you know you've got to be got to you know kind of think and uh and and so i you know i i think i learned from that from that world um and uh you know in every world i've been to i've learned something you know and you know more than one thing but 
you know, I just, I, I try to, I try to, uh, you know, incorporate, you know, what, what I've learned from the past. And, and so this year I didn't do the Todd Hutchings way. I didn't uh, train right up until the event. I, uh, I, I did the John Brzezink way, which his is pretty much opposite of Todd. And that is take two weeks, maybe three weeks off. Uh, you know, John actually has preached three weeks off quite a few, you know, uh, quite a bit. And, you know, so, so I took three weeks off. I, I did basically nothing. Um, and uh, I just felt fresh. I felt totally healed. I mean, I felt better than ever. And 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 then I did something else that I've never done before. I've always had to make weight, and you know, and and, and I thought, oh, you know, this you know this year, uh, you know, it's going to be a little harder to make weight. I kind of let myself go a little bit, uh, especially, and I did wait a little bit too long. And and one of the guys we train with, uh, Walt Bayless, he's a former jiu-jitsu world champion, uh, mm-hmm. he, and he's. Uh, you know, smart guy. Uh, he, you know, he said, "Hey, don't worry about making weight." He said, "Just go in with whatever weight you are. Eat, you know, eat, and you know, don't don't uh, deprive your body." And uh, I thought, you know what? That sounds good. I don't know if it's true, but it sounds mm-hmm. good. I love to eat, so I did <laughs> that different this year too, and and I felt great. I mean, I mean, I I mean, I was I was fat, but I felt great. And, mm-hmm. and and his whole I think is look at power lifters and mm-hmm. um, you know they're not they're not uh, you know cut guys I mean they've got little bellies they've mm-hmm. got some fat on them you know and and they're more powerful they're stronger and so he kind of talked me into that and so I give uh, I, I give Walt some credit there and 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 then kind of listening to John's uh, way of, of gearing up for tournaments which is take take a couple weeks off and. Uh, you know, and I, I was just talking to John. I was just texting John uh, last week, trying to get some some ideas from him on training. And uh, and and you know, because it's hard to get information out of John. I mean, he uh-huh. it's not like he's trying to hold back. He just he just he's just not one of these guys that likes to just talk. You know, and so it's, I, I kind of feel like I'm having to dig information. I've known him for 20 years, and it's always that way. You know, and uh, and 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 he knows so much. But it's it's intuitive with him, so he he knows it. But it's not like he can really explain it to other people, mm-hmm. uh, um, even though he knows it better than anybody. You know, mm-hmm. Probably the smartest arm wrestler on the planet. You know him, him and uh, Devin Larratt. And so, uh, you know, I I I tried to uh, you know to pick his brain a little bit, and I, I said, now what's the best? What do you think? helped you the most and i've asked him this question in different ways over the years but i really wanted to know just if he had to do this one thing what would it be and, and i figured oh he'd say you know table table time yeah. is probably that's what he usually says mm-hmm. he said he said well you know the arm wrestling is really about hand and wrist strength mm-hmm. i mean that that's the that's the fundamental part so he said i would do grip light grippers every day you know just do one set you know, two, a couple hundred, a couple hundred reps, two hundred to two hundred and forty reps is what he would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, you know, and and but every day on the way to work, he would just rep out as fast as he could, two hundred, two hundred twenty, two hundred forty reps each hand. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and then he said, uh, you know, he tried the the heavy grippers, you know, and that hurt his wrist. And so you know, he mm-hmm. he, he really is a big a big fan of the light grippers. And then he said, 
um, you know, the forearm, just, just light wrist curls, you know, so for him, light is 50 pounds. So he, he, mm-hmm. he just does a lot of, and, you know, even at practice, after practice, John will grab a 50 pound dumbbell and just rep out a bunch of, a bunch of, uh, um, uh, wrist curls and, mm-hmm. and, and, and then, and then, um, you know, I, I thought, you know, of course, John, uh, his, his big, big preaching over the years is table time. But, but the thing I learned from John is it's not just table time. I mean, you listen to John, you think, oh, just go to practice and, you know, mm-hmm. you're on the table and that's all you have to do. Well, that, that's not how John does it. John's very cerebral. He, he, he plans out his practices. He comes with a game plan, exactly what he's going to do, how he's going to do it, and when he's going to leave. And he listens to his body. So um, as soon as John gets tired, he's gone, you know, unless he's training specifically for some endurance mm-hmm. for a certain event or a super match or something, he's, he's out of there. He's the first guy out or, or he'll sit down and just talk and not get back up. Um, mm. And, and then, and then when he's up on the table, he's, he's, he's focused on certain movements. You know, he's, he's, it's very, very planned. Um, so, you know, he, he's, he's working, you know, his pronation and he's working his press or he's working, you know, his side pressure or his back pressure, whatever it is that he's focusing on, that's what he does. And then as soon as he starts to get tired, he's out. Hmm. And, and so, I mean, that, that is, you know, a, um, hard for me because I love practicing and I love pulling with the guys. And so, I, I, my biggest problem over the years has been not doing that, even though I know that's what John does. You, you can see mm-hmm. him every, every week. That's what he does. Um, but I, I just never really paid much attention. You know, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to stay here and, and, you know, until I can't lift my arm. <laughs> yeah. But what happens is, is you can't, you know, you can't recover. You're, you're not recovering. You're, mm-hmm. you know, next week you're not recovered. John mm-hmm. is. And, and, and so you're just going to, you know, you're not getting the gains. Um, and so anyway, I, I'd like to learn, I guess it's a long, long answer to a question. I, I like to learn something from everybody. I, I've learned a lot from John. I've learned a lot from Todd Hutchings. I've learned a lot from, from Devin Larratt and, you know, and really everybody. I mean, you know, even guys that aren't top guys, I, mm-hmm. I, I like to learn from them too. And so I, my whole thing is, is taking a you know something from from everybody because everybody has something to share you know some, something to contribute. Now, and when you're talking when you were talking about practice, like John, when he gets tired, so would that be like an hour? You know, he'd be at practice and then he would just split if he was. If even that, like like our okay. practices would go for maybe an hour, hour and a half, sometimes longer. But mm-hmm. John would be uh, he he would either split after. You know, forty minutes, you know, mm-hmm. or sometimes even less. I mean, as as soon as he starts to get tired, uh, he's out, and and then he'll he you know he puts himself in a position where he's pretty vulnerable, you know. So he's he's actually beatable at practice, and mm-hmm. and 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 I I know guys that that think they can beat John Brzezink because they beat him at practice, but you know that you know John's <laughs> just he's a pretty humble guy, so yeah. he doesn't mind losing. I mean, he yeah. doesn't mind losing at practice. He really mm-hmm. minds losing in a tournament. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I think that's a – sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think that's a really good point to, like, a lot of the young guys because I've been to a lot of practices. And, you know, and just in the last probably year for me, it's uh, it's it's really to put your ego to the side. And you want to leave practice, um, you know, not being as strong as you were when you got there, quite obviously, um, for me anyway. And, uh, and it really doesn't matter. Um, losing at practice because it's really the tournaments. But you see a lot of guys, boy, they'll post the videos on YouTube and stuff like that if they get a win yeah. on like a, a Chris Chandler or, or some elite guy because uh, he's pulled like 50 matches and you just happen to be fresh. Or the guys that show up to practice, you know, a half hour late. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's kind exactly. of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But that's a, that's a really good analogy because uh, – you know, I was always wondering about how long some of these elite guys do practice for because you hear guys talking about being at practice for three hours, but, you know, in actuality, how much are they doing, you know, on the table, you know? So, uh, you know, that's that's a, that's an interesting, and I, I'm glad you brought that point out for our listeners out there because a lot of people, you know, we've been talking about this for the past couple months, really digging deep with, you know, having John on the show, Todd Hutchings, Devin, you know, all the top elite guys out there and, and kind of picking their brain about how they train because there's really not only one way of training. Everybody has their little philosophy on, you know, how to recover from table time. And, and I think you, you really touched on a, a good topic there because that's what I, you know, a lot of guys that I've talked to, they, they if they do a too hard of a practice, it affects their training throughout the week and and then they're frustrated because they can't train and then by the next week they go to practice you know they're not being able to pull so it's uh you know you made you made a good point now for you uh how much table time do you get in well i i kind of believe a lot the way john brzink believes you know table time is really key mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i also see where Todd Hutchings is is you know has got some valid points and obviously some great success to go to show for it um and so i'm I'm doing some different things now i'm I still believe in the table time so i'm I try to do a practice every week you know when i'm when I'm doing the table time uh but then I try to do you know i mean every sport they've got their periodization you know where you know mm-hmm. if it's in football they'll you know they'll 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 do their, uh, you know, their big bulk, you know, getting, you know, getting, you know, building muscle. They call it hypertrophy. See, I mean, you mm-hmm. you know all about that. And yep. then yep. and then they'll get into their conditioning, and then they'll, you know, do the anaerobic side of things, you know. So, uh, and and then the endurance side of things, and uh, you know, they there there there's a period for every area, you know. So so you're not doing your bulk at the same time that you're doing your endurance. The two fight against each other mm-hmm. right so so they're they're taking a they're taking a three month you know period or you know if it's in if, if it's you know um if, if it's a year-long season you know they're taking they're taking a you know a section of time three or four months and they're focusing on one thing primarily mm-hmm. and and then they go to the next thing same thing with rock climbers rock climbers i think are the best the the best sport that is that simulates the you know arm wrestling it's mm-hmm. it's a, it's really the same it's very similar um it's tendon strength it's hand strength it's um it's isometric 
strength. I mean, it's it, it's really very similar. So if you look at um, at professional rock climbers and look at their workouts, they're doing the same thing, you know, the football players and everybody else. They're doing periodization. So for, for three or four months, they'll do, you know, they'll, they'll be building muscle, you know, and, you know, sort of at, at the gym or, or, or um, certain movements that are, you know, a lot of pull-ups. And, and, and then they move to, uh, to the next period and, 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 you know, anaerobic and, and endurance and all the other uh, aspects and, and then conditioning, you know, just, just uh, cardio. Um, so for arm wrestling, it makes a lot of sense to me anyway in reading about the other sports and how they do it. Um, to do the same thing, you know. So, if, if I'm just doing table time once a week, I never really get a chance to do all of the other things I need to do because I'm 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 spending most of my time just in rehab, just recovering from the practice. Mm-hmm. At least at least for me, um, mm-hmm. and, and and I know everybody's different because there's some freaks of nature out there like yeah. Dan Larratt who can get away with doing pretty much anything and he's and he's recovered. But mm-hmm. um and, and Todd Hutchings is kind of the same way. And so I can't do the Todd Hutchings way. I can't do the Devin Larratt way. I've got to kinda of do, you know, kind of my own way and, and, mm-hmm. and listen to my own body because I've had so many injuries over the years, uh, for you know you know, because I haven't listened to my body. Because mm-hmm. I've pushed I just kept pushing, thinking, you know what, no pain, no gain. Just keep pushing, your body will adapt. And, and it's always resulted in an injury. Um, you know, I've had, I've had uh, you know, six months into my, uh, my career in arm wrestling, I spiral fractured my right humerus wow. in, a, in a tournament, and it cut the, radi- the radialis nerve. So I couldn't use my hand for a year and a half. It was stuck. It was just wow. it, it just wouldn't move for a year and a half. I still went to practice, and I would just try to get you know some movement. I would try to you know at least the arm you know to get a little work, uh, and eventually it, it came back. But it didn't come back the way it was. I I started out not being able to hook at all, just top roll only, and for the longest time I couldn't top roll at all. So I, it kind of forced me to work on my hook. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so over the years, I mean, I've had another injury just like Todd Hutchings had where the, the torn bicep tendon and Ron Bath had the same injury in 99 mm-hmm. in Tokyo in the in the world where he tore his bicep tendon. So I, I had that in a, you know, in a tournament, um, you know, came loose. And, and hmm. but it was because I was pushing myself early, like, you know, not getting the kind of uh rest you need uh, or at least mm-hmm. that my body needed and and just and just overdoing it and um and and so for me listening to my body and 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 periodization which is which is a little bit new for me um just just focusing on certain you know maybe a 3 month period where I don't I don't arm wrestle because going to the you know having a um, a practice Interferes mm-hmm. with getting strong in very specific areas that I can only do in the gym. So I kind of took a page out of Dave Chafee's book. Dave mm-hmm. Chafee doesn't do doesn't. I mean, I'm, I know you've had him on, and he's probably said, you know, he doesn't really believe in practices, and he doesn't really 
you know have the people to practice with so he mm-hmm. he goes to the gym and and he believes in short movements because he believes mm-hmm. arm wrestling is all about short movements so he does arm wrestling specific exercises in the gym but but not the full movement so not the full pronation just just a little bit of the twist mm-hmm. just enough and and then the same with the supination just a little bit of the of the uh, you know the supination and and you know with all of his lifts same the same thing so I've I've kind of done the same thing, and I and I learned I learned something from from Alan, Alan Bound. You know everybody everybody believes in wrist curls. Alan's way of wrist curls is getting on a leg machine on a on a hamstring machine um, at the gym, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know with the cable and all that, and and that big thick pad it mm-hmm. kind of simulates a big hand, mm-hmm. and and you're 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 on there with both hands. Uh, uh, just like you would be on a on a barbell, yep. Yep. Uh, and 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 you're just cranking it. I mean, it's, it's the it's the perfect motion, and it's that big thick pad. And I thought, man, you know that makes a lot of sense. And I've been doing that. I mean, I mean, so I try to incorporate something from everybody, and and add to it. You know, and and, and don't stop doing what I've already, you know, I, I already know works, but add to what I already know works. And, and then if it doesn't really work for me, I'll I'll maybe try something else or or you know switch it up a little bit. But um, you know, to to me that that is is making a difference. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And uh, you know that's a really good point too because you know it's 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 taking like and that's what I love about doing the show because I get to talk to everybody about training and even off record and you know and I I pick you know all the guys brains out there and uh you know and then you get to kind of see what works for you and then you know because right now I'm doing more like the Dave Shafee type of workout you know because after talking to him I was like you know what the quick workouts, 20, 30 minutes in the gym, a couple times a day, you know, and he, you know, of course, he can only get to practice maybe once a week. And unfortunately, the guys have to use two hands and bands because, and, and that's another tricky thing that me and Todd Hutchings talked about too was when you get to that elite level, sometimes you don't have those guys that can wear you out in practice. So, you know, for like Todd was saying that he he starts traveling more like once a month and getting to different teams and stuff so that, you know, he can get the feel of different hands and stronger guys out there so that when he comes back, you know, he can, you know, get back to training and then, you know, go maybe to like a Devin Laird camp and then Dave Chafee or Travis Bajan or, you know, whatever, all the great guys out there so you can experience uh, what everybody else is doing because, I think, like you were saying, you keep an open mind, and uh, and that's the key. Now, I just want to get back to like when you started your career, you you you, you broke your arm basically, big injury. I mean, did you ever think of like maybe this was not the sport for you? You know, I I did wonder that, and um, and I just uh, you know I just felt like you know. Um, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going with this as as much as I can. I mean, I wasn't able to use my hand, like I said, for a year and a half, and but but I really believed in my heart of hearts that it would come back and that I'd be able to continue doing what I loved, which is arm wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I I just kind of just in, just knew it 
you know, deep down inside. And, uh, you know, and I never, uh, other than that, then right after it broke and I was in the hospital, you know, they were giving me all this morphine and stuff because of the pain. And it was, I don't know if it was because of the, the radialis nerve was severed. What, why it was so painful? I've had broken bones before, and this is far worse than any anything I've ever nerves, experienced. Yeah, those nerves. And, yeah. yeah, that's probably what it was. And 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 you know, and I I just wondered for just a just a, a minute. You know, should I? You know, should I, is this a maybe a sign that I shouldn't <laughs> be doing this? Yeah. And then I just felt so good that you no, know, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to keep going with this. That this is. Wow. Uh, this is not going to, you know, set me back or or stop me. M- maybe set me back a little while, but um, mm-hmm. you know, and and then every injury I've learned something too. I've, I mean, so and 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 I've had so many injuries, and mm-hmm. and and I and I remember what Bob Brown has always said. You know, what, one one of his big truisms is: it doesn't matter so much what you do uh, in your training; it matters consistency you know of training without injury so injury free mm-hmm. consistent training is the key and i mm-hmm. i think he's absolutely right you know oh. if i never got injured never had my elbow i mean my elbow's been injured so many times you know just like everybody else's in arm wrestling mm-hmm. uh, and 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 so i now i can't i can't practice you know my hook or very much or i can't practice my side pressure i can't do a lot of things that you have to be able to do in arm wrestling you can't finish somebody and so um you know i've i think maybe i've learned that you know don't push it so much that you get injured um mm-hmm. you know you're, there's still going to be injuries but you know try try to try to um stay away from from pushing your body past the limits, you know, you know, past its natural limits, and listen to your body, and uh, and and so yeah, I mean, I've I've definitely been really stupid over the years, and <laughs> and repeated the same mistakes over and over, and you know, and I and and I haven't been like you know, John Brzezink, you know, is is awesome as far as listening to his body. Um, you know, I think Devin's really great at listening to his body. Um, and, and so all of these guys, you know, have helped me so much. And, and Devin, I mean, he, he had me over to his house, uh, last year, you know, for a few days. It, it was actually me and Bob Brown were over at his house and, uh, and, and he taught me so much, um, which, which has helped me, you know, every tournament since. And, and that's on, you know the setup and just the grip. And I thought I knew, I thought I knew a lot, but after mm. coming away from from the time with Devin, I realized I didn't know hardly anything. And in, <laughs> in the strap training with uh, mm. with him and and uh, John Milne, who's also an incredible teacher and mm. uh, and coach, um, I, I I learned so much more. And, and I just didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. I, I, I thought I knew how to pull on the strap and I thought I knew how to, how, you know, the, you know, everything about gripping that I needed to know and the setup, but, um, but, but I didn't know. And, and so there's just so much to learn. I mean, and I'm learning so much right now. I, I, I can't believe it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm learning more now than I did when I first started. <laughs> 
You know, that's the that's the amazing thing about arm wrestling is like, you know, I've only been in the sport for just almost three years, but the guys I talk to that have been in the sport for like fifteen and twenty, and they tell you, man, I I keep learning, I keep learning, and and that's the cool part about about arm wrestling is you continue to learn and progress and add more to your you know to your game. Yep. Yeah, it's a great sport with great people. I, I, I don't think I could ever give it up. Now, Robert, as we get older, I mean, I noticed myself, you know, turning 44 this year, you know, my recovery's, you know, not as great as it is. I, I keep pushing myself, you know, my nutrition, of course, you know, is a big factor in the recovery and stuff. Did, do you find that you've had to change things up, you know, not only with the injuries, but as we get older, do you notice your recovery getting a little bit slower? Oh yeah. Yeah, I I noticed I noticed that a lot. Actually, uh from about 44, uh, I hate to say that, but but uh <laughs> that's when I noticed it really. I started noticing I I can't do the same stuff. I mean, I can't recover as fast. Mm-hmm. And and like you, I mean, I mean I'm I'm probably nowhere near your level as far as nutrition goes. In fact, I know I'm not, but um but I but I know that I have to be better. And you know, on the nutrition side, I have to watch. I have to watch what I do more. I have to pay attention to my body more, listen to my body more, which is good. Um, and and so yeah, I can't do what the younger guys, you know, at practice do. And 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 sometimes I can't practice every week even if I have a hard a hard practice. I'll have to skip a week, um, which I never used to do. Um, but I, I I I try to listen to my body now, and I and if I'm not feeling it, and I'm just you know really broken down, I'm not going to really do any. I'm not doing myself any good by by going to practice and tearing myself down further. Uh, you know, so I'll I'll then go to the gym and focus on more rehab stuff, a lot of blood flow, you know, a lot of high rep stuff. You know, to try to to try to um, recover. Now, you were talking earlier when you were going to the Worlds this year, you had some good advice uh, about not cutting weight. I kind of experienced that this year at Nationals. You know, I was kind of thinking, ah, you know, coming from a bodybuilding background, I was like, yeah, I kind of want to get, you know, back in shape. Let me try to cut to 242. I, I, You know, I was weighing about 280 when I started, and then I was like, you know, I kind of left the last 15 to 16 pounds to the last kind of minute I scrambled you know and suffered a little bit had to do the hot tub for you know almost two hours three hours before the event um didn't rehydrate it felt like crap uh you know really could tell it cost me uh in my eyes it cost me a a gold medal at the uh nationals this year uh left-handed but um I feel now like I'm, you know, I'm back to my natural weight. You know, of course, you got the extra body fat. Maybe don't feel as, you know, agile and as cardiovascular, you know, in shape as I did when I was a little lighter. But I feel super strong, a little heavier. Um, is that something you're going to continue just to stay a little bit like where you're at? I mean, because a lot of guys that cut weight, sometimes they have that experience where they're a little weaker. You kind of felt like you were stronger, even with a little extra body fat, like a power lifter. Um, is that something you're going to continue to kind of do? Is just to stay, 
like basically stay at your walking around weight instead of making that drastic cut. Yeah, you know, I I unless something came up, you know, or um you know, I'm going to I'm I didn't pull in the WAL this year because mm-hmm. nationals interfered. I mean, they were a week apart and I can't recover anymore between tournaments within a week. So so I had to pick nationals over the WAL. Uh but if 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 this year you know, it looks like this year they're not going to be conflicting. You know, I really want to do the WAL. And so okay. depending on what weight they go with, if they go with the 225 or if they stay with the 225, I'd like to uh, have that be kind of like my walking around weight. Mm-hmm. I'm about 245 right now. Um, and, uh, you know, but, but I don't want to lose it. I I mean, I'm going to listen to my body. So if, if, if the weight comes off, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, watching my diet a lot more i mean and and i'm going to you know be eating cleaner foods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and uh you know if if the weight comes off i i'm going to i'm going to go that route i'm going to try to get down to the 225ish range or at least close to where if i had to you know lose a little bit of water weight a couple of days before you know or a day before it wouldn't be a big deal mm-hmm. um but but if i don't you know, if my if I if it just feels better or feels right to you know, my body's telling me, you know, uh, I'm hungry and 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 I'm you know working out pretty hard and I and I it feels like it just needs the the extra calories, I'll I'll go heavier. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna listen to my body. I'm gonna go with whatever weight feels right. At at the same time, eating you know trying to eat cleaner and and pay attention to my diet more. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it has benefits all the way around, like you said, Craig. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, at, at uh, you get into your, you know, your 40s and and older, you got you got to really watch that. And so, um, you know, I'm 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 going to see how it goes, and and um, I really want to, I really want to see what happens in the at the WAL this year. I want to. Um, there's a tournament coming up, the WAL qualifier for Utah. Okay. Um, you know, and and and. Um, got some really good up-and-coming talent in Utah. Um, some of them, they're already here. I mean, already are. Uh, they've already arrived pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, you know, so we got Jordan Sill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to, um, you know, I, I always look forward to pulling Jordan. And, uh, you know, he's a great guy, um, really focused on, on training and, you know, doing everything he can to get stronger. Um uh, and uh, um, and then you know we've got uh, we've got some other you know people that are are really coming into their own right now. Um, you know, we've got uh, a couple of newer guys, uh, you know, that you probably saw on the WAL the commercials or right before they cut to commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer Lightning Fire. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw him. Yes, yeah, he's a one ninety fiver. Yeah, so he mm-hmm. changed his name to. Uh, lightning fire <laughs> from awesome. from graves, and I, he told me he was going to do that, and I started laughing. I didn't think he was, <laughs> and then he did. So that's that's quite a commitment, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and he he's great. So uh, you know he's he's training like a madman. He's training like he he's young enough still. He's in his thirties, in his I think he's thirty seven now. Um, so. So he's training a couple hours a day, 15 hours a week. You know, he's hitting it really hard, 
and you know he, he's seeing the gains, and uh, and and then we've got another another guy who just started a few years ago, uh, real seriously, uh, training a couple of years ago. He's a son-in-law of a guy that I've trained with. Um, he, he started this a little bit before me. His name's Sean Nacy, and his mm-hmm. son-in-law is uh, his name is Bart Amundsen, and he. It's a really funny story here. He was going to the NFL Combine. And uh, right before he left, uh, his father-in-law, Sean Nacy, said, hey, let's arm wrestle. So they arm wrestled. He didn't think it was going to affect him like it did. And it hurt his right arm so bad, like, like you know, a new arm wrestler. You know, mm-hmm. you can remember back when you first yeah, started, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> and, and so he went to the combine, and he couldn't use his right arm. Oh, couldn't man. do anything. And so he, you know, so he jokingly blames his, his father-in-law for uh, not getting into the NFL but um, but he but he he's been pulling you know like you know just religiously like every day and then he he has a house in in uh, Wyoming because he works in Wyoming and then he comes comes to his house in Utah on the weekend and so he'll train with Trent Meyer in Wyoming mm-hmm. and then comes to Utah and trains with us and and so he's just he's just you know he's young enough to where he can he can train every day. And uh, and so he's making big gains, really great in a in a press, um, and and just again super guy, and and then we've got uh, uh, Michelle Smart. I'm sure you've heard yes, of her. Michelle, yes. Uh, so she took a little bit of time off. Uh, she had a had a baby, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, but only in two years, she went from start just starting to being the UAL world champion. Mm-hmm. Like that. And so, so she's she's got a lot of potential. Uh, you know, another great Utah arm wrestler. And uh, you know, we've got uh, another guy, uh, Spencer Wood, who's really coming up through the ranks, and he's training like you know crazy and as committed as can be. Uh, and gave Jordan a really good match in the last tournament, left-handed. Wow. Uh, and uh, so. So we've got, you know, and then Sax Ryan, another kid, um, mm-hmm. you know, going to be really good. His mom is Lisa Wolfley. She she won gold for us at yeah, the, yeah. At, at the world this year. So um, he's going to be great. Uh, you know, he's he's already really good in the hook. He just has to work his top role. Um, Justin Green, another great great kid from Utah. I shouldn't say kid. He's you know thirty. <laughs> years old, but he's 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 awesome. Um, really strong hand and wrist. Um, you know, getting stronger every day. Uh, there's another guy, uh, Cody Hunick. Uh, his his uncle started arm wrestling about the same time I did, and got him into it. And they they trained together, and they've wow. been going to Bob Brown's house every day, doing kind of the Todd Hutchings way. Mm-hmm. And and doing the you know the the bands and the you know the one rep max stuff on mm-hmm. on Mondays and you know it's, you know just just the same isometrics on, on another day, and and he's making some huge gains as well, both both him and his and his uncle that got him into it. They're both they're both making some some great gains, and then I mentioned you know this Walt Bayless who uh, the former Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> world champion. Uh, he he's one of the only guys I've ever seen uh, that has entered into 
an amateur tournament for the first time and won it. Um, I, I can't think of anybody that's done that uh, that I know. Awesome. Wow, that is incredible. And and then we've got just a couple of other guys that, that are, you know, old-timers that are still at it. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Bongard, I'm sure you've probably heard yep. of him. Uh, he's still at it, doing doing great. And, oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention, well, the thing that Kevin taught me on training is side pressure. Uh, he he takes a uh, he 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 takes an open hand and he pushes against the door jam as hard as he can for like 15 seconds and then he'll switch hands and do the same thing and do that for four to eight reps um, and uh, you know and it's it's real easy on the elbow but with the open hand you're hitting your side pressure you're hitting that you know exact mm-hmm. side pressure way more than if you had a closed hand like like you can. You can do it on a, you know, on a wall or on a on a um, fly machine or whatever, and, and and try it with an open hand versus a closed hand. It's all it makes all the difference. Um, so anyway, he he taught me that, and, uh, and I still use that today. But uh, yeah, but he's still going strong. Kevin's, uh, you know, the cowboy is is awesome. Yeah, and then, he is awesome. Uh, and then Cody Merritt is another one. Who's uh, he, he's been arm wrestling for almost as long as I had. He started when he was really young. Uh, kind of laid off for a few years. He's one of the only guys I know uh, in, in Utah that has a win on John Brzezink in a tournament, left-handed. Wow. And he's a he's a super heavyweight, just a strong guy. You know, smart arm wrestler, and and he's back in in it. Uh, he's going to do really well. He'll 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 uh, climb to the top on the left-hand side uh, pretty quick, like where he was when he left off maybe five, six years ago. And then, of course, Bob Brown, multi-world champ, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the best trainers out there. And, uh, you know, so we've, we've got we've got some good um, old-timer, you know, been around for years, and some and a huge crop of, uh, of new guys and, and, you know, girls that are just, going to be awesome sounds like a great team out there in utah and uh you mentioned jordan still sills uh you you have a matchup with him coming up soon well we, we're, we're gonna we're gonna be going at it in the wal qualifier for utah okay, okay. and then the big thing you know is, is is who's the best in every state you know so so i i, I like to use this as a as a motivator for me to to try to to try to you know see how i can do uh, you know, with with somebody like Jordan, who's you know who's doing great and um, and still really young, so he's got he's he's still making gains. Um, he's you know Jordan's stronger than I am. He's got a stronger hand, you know. Um, but uh, but you know I I think I know how to pull Jordan, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be just interesting to see. I I, I just love. Uh, challenges and you know finding a way you know around someone's strength and and you know finding a way to you know get the win so you know, to, to me that's that's you know that'll be an, you know something to really look forward to uh and that's on the 21st november 21st so awesome. I've, I've been uh you know trying to train and uh for that for that tournament actually for 
before Jordan, you know, so what do I have mm-hmm. to do in the gym to, you know, to get stronger and, and, you know, be able to, to kind of compete with, with Jordan. So it'll be fun. That's awesome. November 21st, we got ours on the 22nd. So, uh, you know, lots of big events with the WAL, man. It's going to be a big year. Looking forward to it. I want to thank you, Robert, for coming on the show. Best of luck in the upcoming tournament and uh, look forward to uh, seeing the results from that. And I just want to thank you and congratulations, world champion. Um, that's an awesome feat. And uh, hopefully we'll see you back at the Worlds again. Well, thank you very much, Craig. I look forward to seeing you. I, we've never met, and I look forward to it. Me too, man. Take care. Have a good night, All right. Robert. All right, Bye-bye. you too. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. Country Crush, baby. The handles are made of polymer plastic that sits freely over a shaft, causing a free-spinning motion. The frame is constructed of a high-grade steel and made here in the USA. The handle, while you can work many different exercises, was designed to challenge your hand strength. Focusing on overall arm strength, adding a balance and stability to your workout. By adding rolling handles, the Country Crush allows the user to work many different movements. Not easily done by similar handles, and by closing your wrists off at the end of each movement, you work your wrist and strengthen it at the same time country crush baby what are you waiting for get in the game if you ain't training with the country crush then you ain't training check out www.countrycrush.net now ryan j pitts from strongergrip.com i'm known as the mad scientist of metal from all the metal creations i've made over the last 25 years The World Arm Wrestling League Championship Hammers are one of those creations. I'm passionate about strength and metal. I'm a mad scientist on a mission to bring strength seekers high-quality, old-school crafted strength gear that will last a lifetime. In the Stronger Grip store, you'll find loads of grip gear, sledgehammers, clubs, and maces. Custom work can also be done. Check out Ryan J. Pitts on Facebook and also the Facebook Stronger Grip page. With Stronger Grip, there's no gimmicks, no bullshit, just handcrafted strength gear. Get the gear, do the work, StrongerGrip.com. Well, guys, I just want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. Big thanks to Robert Baxter for a great interview, really informative, um, you know, and it's great to uh, be able to learn different secrets of training and what people are up to and how they get ready for a tournament. Best of luck to Team Utah, November uh, 21st, their qualifier for WAL State Championship. Ours, Florida State, WAL State Championship, November 22nd, Mount Dora, Gold's Gym. If you guys are in town, be there. Travis Bajan will be and all the great top Florida pullers. Can't wait for that going to be an awesome event and um also uh i wanted to give a big shout out to ryan pitts if you guys haven't checked the mht mighty hand trainer check it out been training with this piece of equipment for the last couple weeks it's amazing um i gotta tell you just the feel of the handle it blows up your fingers and hands it gives you kind of an idea like that you're pulling with a hand the handle's nice and fat i got big red good for the fingertips, wrist. You can do all kinds of different 
side pressure, pronation, rotation, all kinds of different angles on that. And uh, so I would check it out at StrongerGrip.com and, uh, you know, give it a shot, man. Anything to help improve uh, your arm wrestling training. And uh, just want to give a big shout-out tomorrow, Veterans Day. I want to thank all those veterans out there, all the military out there. Thank you for your service. And uh, tomorrow, if you see a guy in uniform, a girl in uniform, take a time out and salute them and thank them for their service, man. This is what keeps our country safe. And a uh, big shout-out to all the military out there. Veterans Day tomorrow. And guys, I just want to thank you once again for tuning in to Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. Back next week for another exciting show. Thank you for your support. And if you miss any of the shows, you can check out Arm Wrestling Nation Radio's like page. Hit like while you're there. And check out all the latest episodes of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. I'm Craig Subelair, and I'm out of here. <laughs> been listening to a broadcast of arm wrestling nation radio if you tuned in halfway through the show you can download the entire episode on itunes today just go to itunes and search arm wrestling nation radio visit us on facebook for updates photos and direct links to the show at awnr.us arm wrestling nation radio will put you over the top Come on.